I heard someone say who is a denier of the climate emergency we face that it's impossible for man to impact negatively on climate change and the pollution we produce makes little impact. The increased temperatures are natural and it's natural climate change, not man-made. They went on to say that we should forget about the fake news that we are pumping greenhouse gases into the atmosphere and instead focus on pumping pollutants that cause the atmosphere as a way of adapting to natural climate change. Mind you, this denier claimed climate change was all fake news as we've been invaded by a bunch of shape-shifting reptilians that are trying to get us to destroy ourselves in the panic being caused. So these alien creatures that are dressed up as the UK royal family, the world politicians, doctors, police and teachers can take over and take all of Earth's resources before moving on to another planet. I'm Stuart the Wild Man Mabber and uh, I try and get people out into nature in as many different ways as possible making it part of daily life in the hope that they all want to protect it and uh, I think I succeed in that. Uh, I just about pay my way in the world. Uh, somebody once said to me when they were looking to collaborate with me, do you actually earn your living from this? And I said, well I must do because I'm here, and I? Anyway, who's the co-host of this charade? My name is William Mankler, thanks very much for being with us and everybody listen to this podcast you are truly welcome and thanks so, so much for anybody who sends who, who continues to send the questions for us in for us to discuss they are extraordinarily varied so you you'll we jump from one topic to another quite quite randomly don't mm. we because just because of the questions you're sending in yeah to us. It, well we've discussed uh, off air about it'd be great to have a uh, the, pla- the distribution platforms to be able to categorise our output into mm. sort of like environmental yes. mini-series or random. But it doesn't... Mm. doesn't some might do that, but it doesn't distri- disseminate to the smaller ones. So no. it's a real frustration. Anyway, it's, it's therapy for us. Uh, do you find... Well, I always think it's therapy. Do you feel it's therapy doing this podcast? Uh, it's good to talk about these things. Yeah. Uh, it's, a good, it's, good, it's, a good, it's a good challenge. A challenge is yeah. your own assumptions, and we. I feel I've generally, generally, genuinely learnt something mm. from this process of recording this podcast. The um, uh, well, I think we've got a number of maybe opportunities to do mini series coming up because we we. I think we're gonna, you know, we'll revisit some of the issues quite we've talked about because largely we talk about listening to questions just me and William, just re- with the freedom just to see what we think, you know, because sometimes we don't know what we think until we actually explore it. And it might come out a little bit brutal and intensive, but that's not how it's meant. But I think it'd be interesting to revisit some of these uh, questions, William, and, and maybe bring in some guests mm-hmm. and maybe some people, people with personal experience that aren't necessarily considered experts. Yes. And then, you, you know, you end up with a, like a four or five episode miniseries on a certain subject. It sounds, you know, the, the idea of that sounds intriguing. But we've done over well, around 420 episodes now. There's a lot of material to actually... Think well. What should? What do we want to revisit? Yep. Anyway, in all those episodes, we always try and break things down into bite-sized chunks, and we try and challenge ours and yours mindsets and beliefs and even habits, and try and come up with some actions to address what we discuss. Now, we said in the last episode we teased this up that this question today is from Carline and Tim in Devon, England. Just for a change, William, do you want to read it? 
Oh yeah, so thanks very much. I've yeah. never actually you never get your voice heard. I never, on this get, I never get my voice heard on this podcast, and I never read out questions. Yeah. Um, I'll just point out what something I said at the end of the last episode. As a non-native speaker, Tinmouth is an interesting name, or it be, would be quite a tricky thing to actually understand yeah. why it's pronounced that way. We don't know. No. Um, but just if you're not a non, if you're a non-native speaker, or even non, if you're not non, if you're not don't live in the UK or even aware of Timmouth. It's about T-E-I-G-N-M-O-U-T-H, Timmouth. I've always known it's Timmouth, so that's just, yeah. that's just what's called. That's how it's pronounced, isn't it? Uh, my, my only theory is it's you're getting down into the West Country, so you get the Cornish and the French language having a big, big, big influence, so it could, yes. but who knows? Who knows, yes, exactly, yes. Um, what's the question? So, yeah, Carline's um, question, and it's not their first question, of course. No, loads of them. I heard someone say who is a denier of the climate emergency we face that it's impossible for man to impact negatively on climate change and the pollution we produce makes little impact. The increased temperatures are natural and it's natural climate change, not man-made. They went on to say that we should forget about the fake news that we are pumping greenhouse gases into the atmosphere and instead focus on pumping pollutants that cause the atmosphere as a way of adapting to natural climate change. Isn't this a contradiction, an example of double standards? If they are right that we could cool the planet by pumping out chemicals, why is it impossible to heat the planet by pumping out other chemicals as we are? Mind you, this denier claimed climate change was all fake news as we've been invaded by a bunch of shape-shifting reptilians that are trying to get us to destroy ourselves in the panic being caused. So these alien creatures that are dressed up as the UK royal family, the world's politicians, doctors, police and teachers can take over and take all of Earth's resources before moving on to another planet. Should we take any of these statements with any seriousness? (laughs) Now, I would say that if... It's an interesting point. If we pumped in pollutants that actually potentially would cool... Of a counter, uh, yeah, that's an interesting one, but I'm not sure that 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 really stands up and works. No, because it's you pump in the chemicals that heat that cause insulation. Yes. Well, you know, it, yeah. it kind of reminds me of an episode of The Simpsons where, at the end of the episode, they're looking for some buried treasure. So they they're digging down to this buried treasure, which quite clearly was a setup for somebody just to escape a prison. Mm. Um, because all the whole the whole town had had gone to try and this find this treasure, and they left him alone. Anyway, um, <laughs> they dig down. They actually they find a suitcase and they open it up, and the suitcase says, um, "I've already I've I've already escaped from your prison, and there is no treasure." And they they carry on digging, and and at the end they kind of go, "Oh, oh well, are we going to get out of here? You know, oh, we'll dig our way out." <laughs> and then somebody says, "Dig up, stupid!" Mm. So it's basically you know you're digging yourself further into it aren't you mm. you're digging yourself into a further mm. into this hole mm. if you see if you see my my analogy it'd be good to have this climate Probably denier it'd be good to have this climate denier in front of us so we can really dig into this but um i i like the interesting thing is it's sort of it, it's not man-made this climate change it's natural i mean the problem is you get these people say it's man-made or it's natural you know, it could be going on simultaneously. Both is happening at the same time. You get these yes. natural fluctuations. Yes. And I don't think you can categorize... Nothing is categoric in this world. You can't categorically say that man... You know, it's impossible to have an impact. 
We're about this climate climate crisis tonight. Probably to still turn around and say we're one of the most intelligent species that have ever walked the earth. Maybe they might say that. And if if we are, then we have the capacity to cause wreak havoc and wreak benefit. Yeah, there is a contradiction here about how you know that we're not that we're, what we're putting into the atmosphere is not in, is not creating climate change. But we can put we can put stuff into the atmosphere to cool cool the atmosphere down. Mm. Well, I don't think that's necessarily true. And we, like I said, we don't know the full ramifications of that. It's a bit yeah. like how you if you accidentally introduce an animal into a particular, or you don't you you accidentally introduce an animal into a particular um, uh, habitat, or mm. you you purposefully add one. So, for example, was it beavers mm. up in Scotland, for example? You don't know the full. Oh, was it hedgehogs in hedgehogs, hedgehogs in, yeah. Ireland, in Scotland? Yeah, you don't eating all the puffins' eggs. You don't know the full ramifications of that of that decision until many too 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 late, really. But if this climate crisis is now saying it's impossible for man to have a negative impact on the atmosphere by pumping negative heating chemicals out there, but suggests that man could pump in chemicals to cool it. They've already said it's impossible for man to change the atmosphere. So why would it be possible to cool the atmosphere at the same time? Man yes. doesn't have any influence. Yes. But but I'm not I'm not sure. It, I'd like to look into it. Maybe that's an action. It's looking. Are there any cooling pollutants out there? You know, mm. I don't know. There might be. But yes. it's just sort of that's where the contradiction is. Um, and Caroline raises this. If it's impossible for man to have a negative impact, why is it possible for man to have a positive impact? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and now, now, the second part of this question, or second part of Caroline's statement, in a way, isn't it? There are questions in here, of course. Yeah, uh, talking about how this particular person believes that climate climate change was all fake news, as we've been invaded by a bunch of shape shifting reptilians that are trying to get us to destroy ourselves in the panic being caused. Now, that's an interesting thing that you can easily attack that, right? So, I suggest we don't attack it, and we look at it, actually look at it. From a factual point of view, the question would be: Well, if, if you believe in that, well, who, how do you know that even the people that are telling you that it isn't is isn't man-made? That mm. they aren't the reptilians themselves as well? You know, the, mm. this sort of. Well, the thing is, they might be reptilians, but we might actually be destroying the planet as well. And they're saying, well, that's fine. Let them get distracted by that while we plunder their resources. But the interesting thing is, I don't, I'm not sure the shape-shifting reptilians ever was in our mindset on a large scale until the, the series V appeared on TV in the 80s yeah. and 90s. Yes. Until, and then, you know, you suddenly see it on TV and... It suddenly, you know, you had you had, you had um, um, the Da Vinci Code, yes, and then everybody was obsessed with hidden codes in the world, and the word code infiltrated. And because the internet's mm. there now, you get you get fake news, and you conspiracy can, theories can take off better. Yes, but I, I just think, you know, I, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure the the, the royal family are reptilians. I, I I reckon they might be mollusks. Because <laughs> they seem to be coming out of their shell recently. <laughs> me anyway oh that's the worst joke i've ever heard and i tell some terrible ones oh i've got worse one than that but you know it, i i just think that what yeah it's it's a it's a, it's a very dangerous sort of route mm. to take i mean you can you can come up with this theory about anything you can we were all as humans we're very we're very self we can be very self-centered in in, in how we think mm. about the world there's even there's even a condition called protagonist disease, and that is basically you believe that you are the main you are the 
the main player in this mm. in in this 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 show called life mm. that you are the main actor mm. um yet most of the time the vast majority of the time in your life you are the bit part mm. bat player you know you're the one you're the person you that's flying past you in in on the motorway going the other way mm. you're the you're the person that's just in the background in the cafe you're not really a main mm. player i think we often think about ourselves as that as that as mm. that main protagonist and that's not a very healthy place to be the um but but you know Regardless of whether or not we are have been infiltrated by shape-shifting reptilians, I'm not going to argue that point. I'll no. leave that out there. No, like I said, we shouldn't. Because I, I can't prove that. I can't prove any more than I can prove there is or isn't a god. I can, I can say well, I don't really buy into it, but I can't prove it. Um, but what I will say, if, if, if the doctors, the teachers, the politicians, the police, the, the world's leaders, the... The royal family, they're, they're all intelligent reptilians taking over. You know, would they really be putting so much effort into um, sending us uh, down this wormhole? Are we really that special? Yeah. That, that, and again, that maybe that's what maybe that's what it buys into this whole thing of feeling special and feeling like, oh, we are we are great. Therefore, yeah. we need to be taken over um, there. This is the trope in a way of 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 conspiracy theories is 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 it's kind of has a as a a little bit of a little tiny bit of plausibility yeah there's always a bit of truth until until you actually start really if you start even if you just peel the veneer off it is just a load of it is just a load of nonsense in some Mm. ways some do you think some conspiracies are are actually conspiracies though well, I think they understand not really, no, because a conspiracy theory, once it becomes a conspiracy, when, once it actually becomes reality, is reality. Mm. Uh, it's a bit like, uh, I bring up the old idea of alternative medicine. We have alternative medicine, alternative to what? Alternative to mm. mainstream medicine. Well, actually, when, once medicine becomes proved to be right, it's just called medicine, you mm. know. It, it, it's, do you see what I mean? It's just, mm. um, yeah, I don't, like I said, I don't want to, I don't really want to, I wouldn't. Re- I wouldn't really want to confront this person with their beliefs around shapeshifting reptilians. Just explore it, it. Explore it and ask questions. I think sometimes and get them are, to ask questions of themselves. Exactly. Yeah. But we often, I've often heard people when they they expressing a belief about something, express an opinion, and then they're asked questions that the person asking the questions is is dodging what they're saying, and it's like, well, no, I what what. The words you have just have just come out of your mouth. Let's explore them mm. to see if because mm. you should you should be able to you should be comfortable in your own skin that mm. your opinion should be pull if it, even if you pull it apart, it still has mm. some resemblance of it, the original opinion. Exploring is always a good thing. It is, yeah, it really is, and I think some people find it feel they're being attacked if they if they if they have questions asked. You know, if somebody asserts something. Uh, one of my favourite questions to ask somebody is, um, "Oh, they are always doing this," and my question would always be, "Who are they? Hmm. Who, who, who are you talking about?" Um, hmm. And sometimes that person can answer that question, and they'll say, "It's I don't the council, the police, the government, my neighbours, whoever it is." Um, so because it, hmm. it clarifies that that person, but sometimes they'll be like, "Well, you don't. What do you mean? Who are they? You know who I'm talking about? Well, I don't because hmm. they is a very general term, isn't it?" So it's always worth exploring your views and hopefully this podcast uh, 
allows you to do that. And if you want to really become a master of exploring, on May the 27th, come and explore the former vineyard, Bothy Vineyard in Oxfordshire, Frilford Heath. Do you like my uh, my subway? Segways. The Segway, yeah. yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, you should be sponsored by Segway the way yeah. you do these things. And uh, because it's, it's a retired vineyard, when you look on the Bothy Vineyard website, it's not... It's not glaring at you that they don't produce anymore because they, they haven't... In the last 10 years, because they, they don't produce wine anymore, last 10 years, they only produced one really, really good crop of <clears throat> um, grapes. So because of the changing climate, it wasn't sustainable. So it's basically a vineyard that is being turned into lots of different habitats, wildlife habitats. And we're having a live incarnation of this podcast there on May the 27th. And uh, we'll have some guided walks so you can begin to see the new habitats taking shape. And we have a, a sit-down conversation, a little bit like this podcast, but it'll be interactive with the audience. And then we'll have some, a buffet uh, supplied afterwards where we can continue the conversation. And that's the aim of that event, is not to come up with the answers and solutions that we all agree with. It's just to give people the opportunity to meet people and, and maybe just see them as human beings and build connections. And that whole thing is uh, 50% of the profits will be donated to a charity. And we always do that with those li live events. And who's the charity, William? Wild Oxfordshire. Um, they work with over 100 community groups, 80 organisations, engaging with, well, obviously within that, thousands of individuals here in this the county of mm. Oxfordshire. We are based, uh, this podcast is based in Oxford, in mm. Oxfordshire, England. Yeah. Um, you know, they don't actually themselves own any land no. or nature reserves. So really they inspire people, uh, inspire and advise people on what they can do for nature's recovery on in their particular patch. Yeah. And this is what we, we talk about often on the podcast, mm. don't we? Yeah. You know, you talk about, you know, one of your roles is to is to get people to look after their own their own patch, really, yeah. don't you? Exactly. So, yeah, so but yeah, Wild Oxford is all about bringing people together uh, to do the best for nature on their patch so go down in the, de the description there's an event right and you can get yourself a ticket and uh and it will be, be a fireside setting yes uh and, and uh the sound will be better than the the the, the pilot because radio charwell doing the sound engineering who, who are radio charwell just want to they're Ox explain. oxford hospital radio and uh, Oxford, and, uh, you know, so that you go onto their website, you can actually listen online. And briefly explain what hospital radio is, because we have people around the world who want to no, hospital, hospital radio is uh, when you're in hospital with a patient, you want to hear. You don't necessarily want to hear to mainstream radio that you can hear you, uh, on on the radio when you're, you're in your daily life. It's basically. It's made on site in the hospital by volunteers and you get news about the, the things that are going on in the hospital. You get record requests. You get um, history things about, about about the town you're in, the city you might be in. Because you might actually have had an accident in a city you don't live in. You're in a hospital that is in a different place. And it just, it just gives you a sense of belonging and feeling and, 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 uh, and a sense of community when you're led in the hospital bed. So that's what it is. I mean, I think hospital radio, if you get it in Australia and maybe Holland, but it's largely a peculiar uh, UK thing. It's not a universal thing, is it? No. So the next episode, I think we're are we going back to America. Yeah, we are. We are going to these the the Oregon state of Oregon. Uh, do you know where Oregon is in the United States? No. Oregon is on the west coast. 
We had a question previously from from Virginia. Where's Virginia? West East uh, Coast? Virginia is on the west side of the US. Okay. I have no idea. Vermont, isn't it, that's on the east coast? Am I wrong? Don't. Uh, <laughs> okay. I know, I know a lot of states, but there are yeah. a lot of states that I'm like, I can't say exactly where they are. Okay, well, join us next time. Eddie from Hillsborough in Oregon, USA, is, is sending us his first question. It's quite a long one, uh, but we're not going to read it until we press record. I've been Stuart the Wild Man Rabbit. He's been... William Mankler, thanks And very you've much. been... I'm oh, sorry. I'll do that again. I've been Stuart the Wild Man Rabbit. He's been... William Mankler. The Stuart just tried to talk over me there. I've been Stuart the Wild Man. I've been Stuart the Wild Man Mabbit. He's been Stuart the Wild Man Mabbit. And you've been Stuart the Wild Man Mabbit, because this podcast is all about me. I am the podcast.